More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You know, I, 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 got, I, got, I got some connections. Not as many as Bailey Coleman, but I got some connections. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. I mean, after all, you will be talking to Jay Farrell today on okay. Nothing But The Truth. So Look. make sure you keep it locked here, Truth Nation, all day long. With that being said, we welcome you back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly for the second hour. Our guest co-hosts today are Bailey Coleman and Damian LZ in yes, DT, yes, who hey. is on assignment. And so far, we've been talking about this DEI and this special session that will take place today. Mm-hmm. Mm. After, apparently, they didn't get it right the first time. Apparently they, not. <laughs> they got it right, but what they didn't get it right. They got it right. They didn't get it the way they was supposed to get it, the way the script was written. They 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 went and whispered into somebody from the border region's ear and said, You don't want a raise? Yeah. Let right. me get you a raise. Right, yeah. <laughs> or they, got, they go, Hey girl. Let me get you that raise. You know, I watch I watch community <laughs> TV shows. And so this is a very important vote for them and being able to control diversity and equity and inclusion and control the access to higher education for for minorities and they want to stop that from happening. Um so this is important to them. So I watch too many TV shows. So in my mind somebody came with some pictures or somebody <laughs> we got, we're gonna leak no, this to the media what, what you trying to do right <laughs> so you sure you don't want to pull out that uno card on there? you know i feel like i feel like they met reverse i feel like they met in a park somewhere and sat on a park bench and they slid them photos and was like, uh, yeah. so i could i could totally see the, the uh top story tonight in an unprecedented move, days after a 9-8 vote, it's been switched yeah. back, and now it's 8-9 in favor. I mean, 10-8 right. in favor of this bill. Right. And, and they probably won't even say the person's name that switched. No, oh, you know what? They, they, they never do. They keep and that they, anonymous. They, just like when that, that tax came out for the city. Yeah. And they were trying, they had, they tried right. to do the anonymous voting right. or the secret balloting or whatever. Right. And it came out, and who in what districts were voting which way? And then they didn't like that. But let's head back to the Truth Talk line. Sarita, you're on Truth To Be Told. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, y'all. I just wanted to say that um, society in trouble, if they make that move, they already got a shortage on workers in every in every field. And if they, you know, exclude us out of higher education how are they going to fill these jobs mm-hmm. yeah. it's ridiculous yeah mm-hmm. yes great point sarita we appreciate the call and you're right it, it is it's just a, another way mm-hmm. to not only <laughs> is there another way that is something that's less than a minority it seems like <laughs> 
And like, you're already in the minority, but, uh, you know, that's that's a little too much. For right. Me. Right. <laughs> you're in the minorities, uh, as they say it, but, you know, uh, across the world, we're the majority. But, you know, they want to say in America, we're the minority. But it, but let's be but let's be let's be factual. And let's be real about this, that this is a play on 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 behalf of those in control to keep control right. and the way that you keep control is you as the populations change and the demographics of this country change as you know they say in 25 years you know 10 f- white people are going to be the minority you know what i'm saying in, mm-hmm. in these epicenters of our country so as as those things change they have to find ways of maintaining control of what they in their mind have built making america great again and you right. access to education is one of those keys. And as black people and as minority people, we have always valued education as a way to climb up the social ladder, as a right. way to climb up the class ladder as you go. Because that's, so, what, we yeah. that's, that's what, what we were told. That's what we were told. So now yes. if you if you can, if you can, what's the word I'm looking for? If you can block that from happening mm-hmm. and block that social climb from happening, you've protected yourself and you've made that gap between the haves and the have-nots even larger right? because now they don't have that education. Right, yeah. and they, they can't get out of that McDonald's job or that, right. you know, that little uh, So job let's just think, at the same time as they're, at the same time as they're doing this DEI stuff mm-hmm. in, 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 in Madison and across the country they're right. doing this stuff at all of these schools because you had the uh, the stuff that happened in North Carolina with the, where all the woke stuff started. Right. Um, with the 1619 Project, right. where all of the woke stuff started with that professor and all of that. So, but at the same time as they're doing that and they're wiping us out of these these predominantly uh, white institutions. The HBCUs are losing funding, right? So they say, okay, we don't want you here. Why don't you just go to an HBCU? But then they stop giving them all of the money that they need to be successful. Exactly. So now you're you're shipped off to some place, and and that's not you know HBCUs are great. I went to FAMU. You know my mm-hmm. daughter is at Howard. Right. And she went to Xavier. My other daughter went to Xavier. I got mm-hmm. one now at Fisk. Okay. So I understand the greatness of HBCUs, but as they start trickling down the funding mm-hmm. and and things start taking place, and so now you can't even go to. The DEI is taken away from these white schools, and now the black schools can't get funding. So where are you supposed to go to climb that social ladder? You, they don't want you right. to climb that social ladder. Right. They right. want to keep you in that place, that spot. So now their kids can keep climbing that social ladder, right. and now they control right. what they want to control. Yeah, right. well, Kiana mm-hmm. totally agrees with you, Dame. Kiana hit us up on the text line. You can as well, 833-212-1017. Kiana says, our solution is to let it happen. We should be promoting HBCUs. They want it. Let them have it. We should have never fought for segregation. We can never as a whole get hey. along. Equality, equity, diversity, inclusion, rights are all an illusion. A sales pitch, not real. Why are we still even here when we already know this abusive relationship isn't working? Kiana ain't wrong. Mm. Man, that a is, lot said there. Kiana mm-hmm. ain't wrong. It's, I like Kiana. Yeah. She ain't wrong. Spike Lee yeah. hit us up and said the power at UW-Madison is with the black athletes. They should boycott their games if they get rid of DEI. There you go. Is that 40 acres in the mule, Spike? Or is that just a... <laughs> that's, not, that's not the real Spike? We got Spike listening to us. That's Milwaukee that's Spike. Milwaukee but, spike. <laughs> but back to what Kiana was saying, though, she's absolutely right. We wouldn't have these issues if we didn't accept integration as the end-all to be-all. If And when we were... And, and people... I did a whole paper on this. So segregation to us, we had higher reading levels 
for black people. The educational levels of black people were higher right. during segregation than they are now. What happened? Integration. We, we force ourselves into these schools where they don't care about us. Right. They don't. They, you're, and you're if just, they don't care about you, why in the world are they going to teach you? Exactly. Why in the world are they going to teach you <laughs> exactly. if they don't care about you? Right. So we force ourselves into these positions, into these places where we are warning instead of building up our own and 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 building up our own even though we had lesser uh buildings and lesser books our kids was learning because they were learning from people like my grandmother they were learning from black people that cared about them mm-hmm. you know and so we we lost with what we gained with integration we lost so much in return and now we're at this point where DEI is being taken out of UW yeah. schools mm-hmm. and, and when you talk about the distraction or I guess the uh, diverting the attention on blacks getting higher education. Just think about this as well. And this is stereotype. I'm sure you encountered when you attended HBCUs. It's okay. All right. I want to be around my people. I want to get educated. But then once you get your degree from FAMU or Clark or Morehouse, does it really stack up against the university of Michigan graduate? Mm -hmm. And so you still got to compete for a job and you have the same degree but because you went to an HBCU versus a PWI right. chances are they're going to go with the PWI because they're going to say well uh this person came from Columbia University Absolutely. and right. this person has come from Fisk I don't even know where Fisk is right. or Alabama and A&M and yes. so it's still some disparity and discrepancy yeah, when you do get that that piece of paper. That that is true, but there are many people not only in our government but in great positions around the country including the vice president of the United States. Yes. And see that's the misconception that they have about uh HBCUs is that they don't provide that higher level. I've had conversations right. with but people But there are so many that you know, yeah. have excelled and Absolutely. are at that higher level. It's just that, you know, I think some of them, uh, I think more of them need to stand up and be counted. Right. You know and, what and, I mean? and I've had, and, and it starts with us. As black people, we do it to ourselves. Because, like I said, I've had these conversations with black parents, and they're like, oh, I'm not sending my kid to Howard. I'm not sending my kid to FAMU or Alabama State. I'm going to send them to, if they need, they want to work in a white man's world, they need to go to the white man's school and learn the white man's education. Well, Farrakhan once said, if, if you if you are a black person and you want to learn and you want to hire if you're a company and you want to hire a black person you're going to go to Michigan State or you're going to go to where they all are or Tuskegee or Tuskegee mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you need to hire a black person you're going to go and so and a lot of times when when my sister she went to Florida and before me and the year she got there I got there in 94 she got there in 92 I'm aging myself when she got there <laughs> they had just as many Rose scholars as Harvard did Mm-hmm. Wow. So when you think about that, you're yeah. like, okay, you think Harvard is the it's everything. It's right. the it's the pinnacle of presidents have attended mm-hmm. Howard. Right. It's the yeah. pinnacle President of Obama education. Attended yes. Howard. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, Harvard. It's yeah. the pinnacle yeah. of education. And Rhodes Scholars are those that are the highest of all. Like right. we were talking about National Honor Society earlier. They're the highest of them all. Mm-hmm. And they had just as many. Yeah. So the perception that black schools don't educate our children as well as white schools is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's ridiculous. And I went to FAM for two years, came back here, graduated from UWM. But the education that I got at FAM surpassed that that I got from UWM because it was taught to me by my own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, yeah. me being yeah, yeah. from East St. Louis and it's all black. I went to an all black high school, like literally. Wow. 
every mm. every student there besides one white girl. And she was only there because we had like one of the best jazz bands in the country. Mm-hmm. So she came to our high school. So I went from East St. Louis, all black, to Illinois State, which was basically all white. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. It is, it is, it's not that you let's just say you're you're definitely put at a disadvantage when you haven't been exposed to a lot of different things and so if you just around everybody that looks like you all the time that's not the real world right and so it seems like that's what republicans and voss and others want to change the university of wisconsin madison to because it's not and concerted effort to get more diversity. It's actually a concerted effort to decrease yes. diversity, which is already at 2.4%. I just want to share with y'all, I've had no black education officially. No, for real. What I do you did mean? not. I mean, I went to school in the suburbs of Seattle, Washington. Mm. Seattle is already white. Seattle is already white. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I went to school in the in Asian. sub. That's right. <laughs> That's very good. I know. Yes. So I went to to where my graduating class had about I won't say six hundred people, mm-hmm. and in my graduating class there might have been three of us. Wow. wow. Yeah. Right. And then I went on for my college education. I went to a private college in Seattle. Uh, called Cornish Institute. It's called Cornish College now, wow. where there were even fewer black people. Wow! So yeah. I had no. I actually, <laughs> I actually was supposed to go to a HBCU, but at the time, which I one were you wished, supposed to go to? Uh, it's in yeah, because there's Salisbury, none in, in on the Salisbury, West Coast, right? North Carolina, our church. Our church had it was it was is that, associated is that with AT and T or that, no. that ain't North Carolina A and T is it? No, no. Salisbury, what? Yeah, Black Salisbury. College? It was our church's college, and I forget what the name. Uh, I forget what the name of it was. <sighs> it's not like Benedict College. No. It's got to be something no. small. It's something it's small. small. It's yeah. a small. It's yeah. you know, a small college. Definitely Smith. A and T is big, definitely. so it's something no, small. No, it's a definitely a, a, a small college, mm-hmm. but I but I didn't choose to go there because I was doing the acting thing mm-hmm. and they weren't really that wasn't really their thing plus i don't know you know i don't regret it but at the same time i feel like sometimes i'm like i wanted my son to go to hbcu so bad yeah. that's not yeah. what ended up happening yeah. either but see i going back to my high school uh education oh, and being taught you. by blacks and i was and just gonna ask that. i, okay. I no, do see, feel like i do feel like i'd probably gain more life knowledge and experiences mm-hmm. during my time in East, East St. Louis versus Illinois State where you have this fabricated environment right. where yeah. that's not reality where everybody around you is going to be white mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of things that Illinois State could not teach me that East St. Louis did absolutely, and Lincoln yeah. Senior High School Yeah, did. you know what my son on the flip side of that he went to um Milwaukee College Prep, and at the time that he was there, the bulk of his teachers were black men. Mm-hmm. 
And that was so, you know. That's powerful. That's powerful. Powerful for him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he did way better, you know, in that that environment. Absolutely. You know. Because it's it's more relatable when there's someone that looks like you. Right. There's something to be said about that. Yes. And and knows the experiences, how it is to be a black man. A white man can't teach a black boy how to be a black man. Let me tell you something. (laughs) It's not just about, it's not just about. Dotting the I's and crossing the T's when you're sending your kid to, to school. Because yeah. we have to realize we're sending them, they're spending more time at school than they are at home exactly. in situations. So you yeah. want to send them someplace where they're loved, yeah. someplace where they have those, exactly. those experiences and they can be able to be close exactly. to black men and black women in those situations. Because yeah. it's really a village that raises our kids. And if you don't have yeah. those situations, it's it's rough. I remember yeah. I, came, I came up in the city conference, all MPS, from Bottom to top, RMPS. But there was always a teacher or two. In eighth grade, it was Miss Odom. In, in fourth grade, it was Mr. Mitchell. There's always teachers that you remember that stood up for the black students in those environments and made it so that they felt safe in those environments. As we go back to this UWM, this UW Madison stuff, where are those are those professors on campus that are standing up? For these kids, are they just like 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 we were talking about, or, or are they just fighting for their lives to keep their job so they don't want to risk losing their job? Yeah. They ain't on tenure. They don't want to risk losing their job. And then uh, the caller said about the athletes uh, need to protest, and yeah. they don't want to lose their scholarship because right. this their right. ticket out. Right. So they don't want to. Ri- they not going to risk all of their stuff for something right. like this. So they trying to get out, and this is their way out. So who? Yeah. Who because, do you call on? Because you, if you look at it, like the examples, I don't want what happened to Colin Kaepernick to happen to me. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, because Colin Kaepernick's whole career was taken away from him. He was because, a good quarterback. Yeah. And he, his whole career was taken because yeah, he took is. a stand. So you have to yeah. be willing. You yeah, have to you understand. Be, and if yeah. you're that, I don't blame people. If that's not your thing, yeah. that's not your thing. Yeah. You're, everybody is not the lightning rod. Everybody is not strong enough yeah. to be the one that shakes the tree because the one that shakes the tree doesn't always get the fruit out of yeah. it, right? Exactly. So everybody's because not strong enough to be that. get the fruit that comes behind. Yeah, exactly. You done shook the tree, but yeah. you out in the cold not getting anything but everybody else is reaping the rewards of what what you've done and not everybody is strong enough to do that and so you got when you got 1200 students at UW Madison and that are African American or minority like you said most of them are probably on scholarship yeah. yeah. So they're not going to be protesting and stuff like that. They're going to lose their scholarship. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Their mama can't afford to send them no place exactly. else. So they're going to lose their scholarship. Exactly. That's right. That's right. So that- you got a quiet, controlled population, and you're able to just mm, stick it to them like this, and that's not good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Craig, uh, he definitely echoes that sentiment. Craig on the True Talker text line says, again, it's systematic division. Yep. Divide and conquer. It's easy to control when you hold back knowledge, but it's even easier to conquer a society when it's a divided people instead of a people united. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, on that, we're going to have to take a break. But on the other side of the break, we're going to move on to some other topics. And as Dane mentioned, like you have Republicans that are making moves now that's going to affect the future. And speaking of that, there was a very popular artist who 20 years ago, made a premonition about what he would like to see and it ended up happening you don't want to miss this story and hear from a young 
thriving artists about his future plans but also truth fans here on truth be told with dt and telly we want you to go on a shopping spree this holiday season a popcorn shopping spree thanks to our friends at goody gourmet we will be giving away a 50 dollars gift card this week well today on truth be told be caller number seven Right now at 833-212-1017 to win your $50 gift card to shop at Goody Gourmet. And that's your cue to call. Ben is about to get real busy on this commercial break. And on the other side, we will announce the winner and tell you about this artist in our next topic. Keep it locked right here on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all know me. Back then they didn't want me. Hey Ben, is, is Ronda a winner? Ronda is the winner. Pew, pew, pew. Congratulations pew, to pew. Ronda. It was a little, it was a little dicey at first because Ronda won but got cut off. So we wanted to make sure she's our official winner today. Congratulations to Rhonda on being today's winner of our Goody Gourmet Holiday Shopping Spree. Tune in all week as we give away another $50 gift card. Be sure. To shop local this holiday season at Goody Gourmet, located 6369 North Green Bay Avenue in Glendale, or visit them online at goodygourmets.com. For contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. Shout out to Goody Gourmet. Yeah. Congratulations, bro. Good. Yeah, it is. They got it going it? on. And they sold up the fundraising game. See. You know yeah, what I mean? Have. Fundraisers go through Goody yeah. Gourmet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. So so shout out to Goody Gourmets. We appreciate them partnering with us to give away $50 gift cards during this holiday season. And those voices you just heard are Bailey Coleman and Damian LZ. They yes, are sir, in yes, for hey. DT this morning, who is on assignment. And boy, this was something that really was really cool that they found this video of, of this artist. So this artist, meaning this very, very famous artist will be performing at this year's Super Bowl, well, the 2024 Super Bowl, and that is Usher. Mm-hmm. And Usher, Usher. Usher just completed hey. a very successful, successful. Yes. residency in Las Vegas. Absolutely. I know people that went two, three times. Yeah. Now, that makes me wonder, Dame and Bailey, do you, like, well, maybe this is more of a Bailey question because Bailey has been in the business for a very long time and she knows the ins and outs. How likely is it or how unprecedented is it that if there's so much demand for an artist right. after a two-year residency, Yeah, I mean, can they get him to just come back or just be like, all right, we'll double what we paid you the last I mean, time if you come back next year. And and it's so up to up to that person, you know what okay. I mean? I mean, when CeeLo and Britney Spears went in there and they did their re- residency, mm-hmm. they changed the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. because before when he low those many years ago, you know, it wasn't chic 
wasn't a thing to do. It was you know? it was uh what's her name? Uh Barbara Streisand them doing yeah, yeah, exactly. Celine so, Dion. Celine Dion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cats like that. Yeah. Actually Celine Dion is really more part of the new school. She's part of the new okay. Yeah, she's more part of the okay. new school okay. now. When you talk when oh, you, but I'm just saying it wasn't like cool people them, though. Yeah, when you talk Babs in them then, you know. <laughs> Barbara Streisand, when you when you start Babs. talking about them. You have to remember <laughs> she just gave us her history of schooling. <laughs> so those are yes. her people. <laughs> That's true. Don't play Barbara Streisand or put it down now. Barbara Streisand or put it down. You can't even play with her. That lady can sing. Did you know who Bar- Barbara Streisand was when you were in high school? Uh, yeah, probably did. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I did. No I idea. mean, I had no idea. You know, know what? But see. Again, you got to remember again where I grew oh, up. Oh yeah, no, that's, 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 what, that's, that's why I was asking. Asking. Yeah. yeah, I was we just learned your history. You. I yeah, mean, I'm a theater. I was a theater. And major you was a theater major. Bob Streisand was in movies and all of that oh, stuff. Yeah. And oh, so, yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So speaking of Usher, and there was an interview that he did with a Trevor Nelson back in 2004. Right. It was a very yeah, very almost 20 years young ago for yeah. Usher. So almost 20, well, yeah, basically 20 yeah. years ago, Usher sat down with Trevor Nelson and said this. One thing, you will never become a Las Vegas <laughs> resident I in 20 years. I can't promise you that. <laughs> I can't. You know what? Because I am such a theatrical artist, I would love to be in a, be in a space if I did decide to go to, La, uh, to Las Vegas, it would be the most phenomenal thing you've ever seen in your life. It wouldn't be like, oh, God, here he is. is. He's washed up, and now this yeah. is his opportunity just to you know, collect as many checks as he wants to. No, it would be a phenomenal show. And he's right. It was a phenomenal Nostradamus show. On Talk yeah. about manifestation. Right. 20 years ago. 20 years ago, Usher said, "I this won't be... A washed-up reunion right. type tour. This will be all. one of the most amazing shows yeah. in Vegas, yeah. and he lived up to it. So that prompted me, and, and I, I can't take credit for this. Ben Jamin came up with this, and it's a really good question. Have you ever did something your parents told you not to, or do you believe in manifestation? Mm. That is that is an excellent question. Um, well, you start first then. No, go to Bailey. <laughs> I got to think about it. Ain't it ain't break time. I got to think about it. It, Hold it, it hit me So hard. now you're trying to produce it? No, I'm just no I got to think about it. That's an excellent now, question. Now, I, I, I will give... let, let me just say this. Okay. I've done so many things that my parents told me not to do, <laughs> but I don't know how many of them were successful. <laughs> right, exactly. So I got to find exactly. something. Your, you your success rate is probably at the same percentage of African-American students in Madison. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Hello. <laughs> 0.4% of the time right. you were successful when your mom told you to a, not I'm, do something. I'm a baseball player with that. You know, I'm, I'm batting 300, and that's 3 out of 10. Then maybe I <laughs> right. was right. You know? Right. It depends on who you ask it if it's good or not. Let right. me think. Oh, shit. So uh, I'll let you think about it. Bailey, do you have anything off mine, or do you the, need some time? The mm. only thing that I could actually think of, just like off the top, is what my father told me. I couldn't move out. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I can't move. You know, I can't leave home. And mm-hmm. he was like, no, they're not going to pay you enough to take this gig in San Diego. And um, I was like, uh, and then my sister says, well, you're old enough to leave. 
She was trying to get me out the house. I know uh, what it was. Shout out to my sister Thalia. But anyway, <laughs> she said, you're old enough to leave. I suggest you go do it because I didn't have that out of, you know, living out, living away from home experience during college. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I suggest you go do it. Yeah. Wow. And I left and never came back, although there were times I thought about it. But then I moved to San Diego, took the station from last place playing the San Diego Padres games mm-hmm. uh, to number one in the market. Nice. Wow. So, you know, I mean, it was a lot of hard work, but guess what? We got it done. And there it was. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So that was a successful run. And yeah. I, ain't, but I ain't been, I, I go home to visit, but I totally, when I moved, it took a little help from family too. I'm not going to say me staying out here this long ain't help. I had no help from family, but I consider that one of those things that my, one of my parents told me not to do. And even he had to help me because he had to admit, I, I know you determined. So I'm just going <laughs> to just. Yeah, sometimes I think that when you have something that's in your heart Mm -hmm. that you really want to do, it's it's very hard for someone to try to stop you if you just have that personality that you're just determined to do what you want to do. Oh, yeah. And I was telling uh, Denise this story the other day because... uh, of the whole T.J. Holmes, Amy Robach right. thing. Right. Okay. So I I graduated from Illinois State. Uh-huh. And I did not have any job lined up or anything. Right. And I'm trying to do this whole television sports anchor right. thing. Right. Which, if you are from East St. Louis, you got a better chance of being going to the moon than to be <laughs> on television delivering the news and not being reported on. Right, right. And so uh, I graduate. I come back. I come back home. I'm living with my mom, and I went to the local CBS station, and I became a broadcast assistant, which okay. was essentially giving the anchors scripts and getting their coffee and right. running the teleprompter. Okay, and. Uh, so I would do that in the mornings and then I would take a nap then I would go back and I would shadow reporters in the evening to put together a resume Mm team. Right. And so I'm sending all these tapes out. I'm not getting any love Uh y'all. None. Uh And like for a whole year to a point where I said, if I don't get a job soon, I'm going to take the LSAT and try to go to law school. Okay. Okay. And so I get a call from Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh-huh. So I'm excited. <laughs> they're they're gonna fly me down uh-huh. Southwest. Oh, there it is <laughs> from St. Louis to Little Rock. Probably like a 40 minute flight. <laughs> right. but, uh, but so I get down there and I walk in, and here's a young T.J. Holmes. He's the okay. weekend news anchor. Okay. And he's like, "Hey, man. Uh, hey, good to see you." And I'm like, "Well, I'm sure it is good to see me. It ain't right. too many other brothers right. walking around here." <laughs> And he's like, man, this would be a great place for you to start, this, that, and the other. So I go through my interview, and and uh, and they were like, yeah, you know, uh, we're looking for someone to do a lot of camera work. And you'll get a chance to be on the air maybe two, three times a year okay. when, pay, when others take vacation. Right. So basically, I would only be on the air Thanksgiving and Christmas. 
Okay. Because that's when everybody take off. Right. And so I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get better by only being on television twice a year. Mm-hmm. So I went and took my drug test and everything. And I get back and and my mom was like, hey, how'd it go? I said, uh, they made me take a drug test and I, you know, I think, you know, they're going to offer me the job. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, that's great. And I was like, but I don't think I'm going to take it, mom. And if you're watching us on YouTube, <laughs> you really should log in right now and lean up against the window because <laughs> this is what my mom did, y'all. Like, she's looking at me. Uh-huh. And I was like, mom, I don't think I'm going to uh, take this job. Mm-hmm. She turns away. She's like, how does a bleep turn down a job when he doesn't have one? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Okay. And, she, and I was like, and then she made me feel so bad because I was like, you know what? Maybe I should take this job. But then I was like, I'm going to get down there. And if I'm never working on the craft that I want to you know, work on, right. I'm going to quit in six months. Because I'm be like, the same for me. Right. And, but I already knew what was going to happen. So... My mom thought I was crazy because I didn't take the job. But the entire time I had the vision of saying, mm-hmm. you know what? This is a dead end job. Like, I'm not going to go anywhere. I mean, what's the point of you working at a radio station and you want to be an on air personality, but you only are cleaning the bathrooms and stuff. Right. Like, I mean, you yeah, in the building. You in the building. But, <laughs> and you know what? but you're not doing I what was, you want to do. Exactly. But, but I'll say this. I, I get your side of it. Mm-hmm. But. There are people, well, I was in that position. And I, you know, the thing is, I did whatever I could do. When I first started working at the station that finally paid me to work there, Mm -hmm. I was the uh, public. They said, okay, we need you to come in. We're going to give you an internship, partial internship with a title. Mm -hmm. And the only time we're going to put you on for a couple hours on the week in a specialty show. Okay. Mm Okay. So I came in every day, and I opened mail. They said, you're the public service director now. I was like, okay, cool. Do I get some money? No. But you're the public service director. Okay. But I still had this little shift. And then they were still hiring, right? They're still Mm -hmm. looking for people. So I tell a couple friends, one of my friends gets through. She gets a full-time shift. Mm -hmm. I'm still working this two-hour shift on the weekends, coming in, opening in mail. Ain't that enough to make you quit? Yeah. It was, and I told my brother, I was like, you know what? I'm quitting. I can't even do it, you know, da 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 da, da. Now, from the first time, me even, you know, when I was taking classes to be in radio, one of the first things they taught us was there is no seniority in radio. You could be good, but somebody else could be better, and they just bring that person in, and you still in the same spot you was in, and that's exactly what Tell happened to me. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happened to me. Wow. But you know what? Come along a couple years, I not only was on a full time shift, but became the program director of the station. See, that time yes. I was putting it open in the mail, yes. I was with you the station stuff. owner's wife who said, you know what? You're smart. You're smarter than some of these <laughs> other people in here. You know what? You deserve a, you, you deserve a raise. You deserve yeah. a, a new title, a new position, you know? And she was like, I was like, for real? She was like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, you know, that can, if you take a little time, it can change things. Yeah. But right out the gate, sometimes, though, I've had plenty, trust me, I've had plenty of positions that I was like, can't do it. 
I had to yeah. think about it. I got I got one now. I, you I got one. You All right, we're I, going I to get to you after the break. But <laughs> again, I, I think these these are things of of saying that you, if you're determined and there's something put on your heart to do it, go after it, regardless yeah. of what people may say, because yeah. everybody is not going to understand your journey, your vision, exactly. and if they don't understand it, most likely they're going to knock it. And yeah. we are going to continue this conversation on the other side of the break. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I gotta testify, come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky. Gotta testify. Hey, man, that's a great song, especially to our subject matter. We've been discussing an interview that Usher did nearly 20 years ago in 2004, pretty much manifesting that he would not only do a Las Vegas residency, but it would be some amazing shows. And as Dame said, he knows people that have that went out to Usher's shows two and three times Mm -hmm. during his two year of um, a, a two-year residency in Las Vegas. So we also wanted to play off of that and pose the question, have you done something that your parents may have told you not to do, but you did it anyway? And how did that turn out for you? So hit us up, 833-212-1017. Dame has had some time to I think about it. I had some time it. to think. And so, yours. like I was like I was saying, I had I had to think about it, really, because my mother and father were always super supportive of everything my sister and I wanted to do. Um, I, I, I said I wanted to rap and and be involved in music. And she went downstairs and and was gone for two hours and then came back up with the last poets album. And I said I wanted to be involved in entertainment. She took me to go see N.W.A. When I was in sixth or seventh grade, things like that's how supportive my parents were of everything that my my sister and I said we wanted to do. But so I had to think really hard, and and I'm sitting there thinking like, "Hey, they have really been supportive. Thank you, Mama, for being that supportive." I really had to think. But there was one time, I <laughs> I was Uh-oh. at Florida and I was at Florida and I came home after my sophomore year. I was involved in I was in civil engineering. Hadn't been doing much civil engineering work, but I was in civil engineering program. <laughs> I got a letter from the state of Alabama saying if you if you continue in civil engineering, we will pay for the rest of your schooling, and then you got to work here for five or six years, or uh, it was something like that. Mm-hmm. And that was sound like they were enlisting you to exactly. the service or something. Exactly. <laughs> right. exactly. I, but that was the case. I had to, so I'm I'm eighteen, nineteen, and I'm thinking this is I'm not doing that. I'm not going to Alabama. I want to be a rap star. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. And and at the time, my buddies and I were we were. Uh, Plotting to move to Atlanta from Florida A&M, and we were going to transfer schools and do all of this stuff. And my mother was like, "Boy, if you don't go to Alabama, if you don't go back, they finna pay for the." Because I'm thinking she probably at that point was thinking I'm paying for all of this school and yes. all of this stuff, and these people say they finna pay for it. No, you gonna go to Alabama. Yep. You are gonna be in the woods of Alabama. And I'm thinking, you know, a civil engineer, I'm making roads, and so right. I'm really in the woods doing all okay. of this stuff. Right. And I just couldn't see myself doing it, and so I. 
I said, nah, that's not what I'm going to do, man. I'm, I'm going to do this music stuff. And eventually, I came home, got involved in the group Black Elephant, toured the nation, went, been in national magazines and got all of these awards from that. So it kind of worked out in my favor. Yeah. That's the one go. time I could think where me and my mother well, I said I wanted to do something, and she may have disagreed, but because I wanted to do it and was passionate about it, yeah. this is what we, all right, yeah. bet, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. And she's ride or die like that. Yeah. yeah. Truth yeah. Nation, let us know something that, you know, maybe is it's very rare that moms get it wrong, but uh, yeah. there may have been something that your mom may not have necessarily or agreed dad, with. Or your my, dad. In my right. case, it was my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your parents, if they were... Uh, maybe against something that you were really for, hit us up, let us know, because I think that is such an unbelievable and awesome thing um, for 20 years ago to speak that and not know if it would ever happen. Right. I mean, you don't know if it's ever going to happen. I, I know there aren't a lot of things that has happened in my life that I manifested years ago. 20 years ago. Right, yeah. Yeah. Right. I just can't, I can't think of, of anything, I mean, just like anybody else, you but know, you that have goes goals back to and what, dreams. That goes back to what we were talking about, about being able to sleep. Usher, in 2004, was already established. He was making money. Exactly. He was able to yeah. think ahead and think 20 years down the line and think 10 years down the line. What do I want to do? What are my goals going to be? And not just like, I need to think about today. Yeah. And so when you're able to do that, right. you're able to manifest those types of yeah. things. You're right. able to put those things in motion that can get you in a position for that to happen. Yeah, right. and that does, that's a total testament of not only just focusing on the now, what's in front of you. Mm -hmm. Like, have a plan. You may not know, and it may not go the way that you want it to, but at least you have a plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because uh, last time I checked, something that was always told to me, if you don't have a plan, that means you plan to fail. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there so, it is. And with that, we are going to take our final break, and when we come back, we will have our truth of the matter. Ooh, this show's going right fast. Here. I know, right? Good time. Truth be yeah. told with DT and Telly. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Hey, you heard Ben Jamin. Let's go. Let's go. It's that time of the show where we give our truth of the matter, where we'll give our takeaways from the various topics that we have discussed over the last couple of hours. And we are going to start off with our guest co-host, Bailey Coleman. Well, ladies always got to start off. Because ladies first. <laughs> ladies first. <laughs> gentlemen. gentlemen. All right. <laughs> what is your truth of the matter? The truth of the matter is if it's for you, You'll know in your heart. If it's yours, then you'll go for it. And don't default on your dreams. Make your dreams come true. But all, go for it. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Damien? All right. My truth of the matter is, like you said, if you don't plan, you plan to fail. So and when we were talking about the, the University of Wisconsin Regents, all the way when we're talking about Usher, and all of the conversations we've had today have been about people, whether planning negatively against black people or people planning positively for themselves. There has to be a plan set forth for us to be successful in anything we do in our lives. And if you just can't live day to day, because if you live day to day, then other people are controlling your actions. Your motions, wherever you go But if you have a plan and you see The end of that tunnel and you know where you're going to go Nobody can stop you Yes, proactive as opposed to reactive Big jamming What's your truth of the matter? That's powerful, Jay. <laughs> I got in my soapbox. I was in a bully pulpit right there, man. You're not wrong, dog. You're not wrong at all. I mean, in all honesty, that that's what the show is about, right? That's what we do this for. That's what we hop on these airways for, you know, to inspire the people, uplift the people, and let them know that they can do anything, all right? Stay motivated out there, people. Stay encouraged. There are a lot of people, a lot of naysayers that will tell you what you cannot do, but it's up to you, okay, to actually go out there and do what you want to do, okay? Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, you know, I, 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 like, I like something that Telly always says in his uh, in his truth take. All right, one thing that Telly always says in his truth take is that um, basically you never see eagles fly around with pigeons. All right, yeah, basically because they're mm. on a different mission. They're yeah. on a different mission. Pigeons doing what they're doing. Eagles doing what they're supposed to be doing. All yeah. right, be eagle, fly high. All right, go out there and catch your dreams. That's what God put you down here for. And always look into look look internal. To, uh, to make certain that you're on that path that you're supposed to be on. Yes. God bless y'all, Truth Nation. Yeah. All it's right. Ben Jamin, Ben Jamin, coming Jamin. with it too. Okay. My truth of the matter is always staying true to yourself. Something that I have always said to not just my kids, but was always told to me, it costs absolutely nothing to dream. Mm. So no one is going to say, hey, that's going to cost you $37 because you're thinking about this or whatever. It doesn't mean that you're always going to fulfill your dreams, but if you don't have a plan or motivation to try and do so, then that's on you. And it all ties in in terms of this DEI, even all the way down to Usher. I am so glad that we picked the topics that we did yeah. because mm-hmm. it all correlates into what are we just we're not just focused on now but what are we doing for the future well how are you planning to get ahead in the future as opposed to just surviving 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 just to see another day so always keep that in mind it costs nothing to dream and no one can stop you from going after what you believe in your heart and what you want to be manifested and with that being said that'll do it for truth be told our very very special thanks to Bailey Coleman and Damon hey. LZ for holding yes, it down for DT while she is on assignment. But DT will be back tomorrow and we will be back same time, same place. Up next is The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. Peace out. Peace. Peace.